0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Good morning, DA. How are you? Hello! Hello! Hello. Hello. Good morning, my neighbor! Get
3: Damon... Hey, yes, how are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on, buddy. Maybe it's a
4: brand new day. ain't no
5: crowd singing over me. Something doesn't feel the same. the rest of my life gonna start today. Good morning.
6: Good morning. Good
5: morning. The rest of my life gonna start today. Yeah. bingety the boy
2: a great question. All
7: about the dog.
2: This is why you do what you do. No. Yo. somebody stop
7: me. Have some fun with your marriage. I'm coming to you to be fat. Let me be fat.
2: Look, it. there's so many sickos in this country.
7: This is facts. Oink, oink, ow! Hot and hurt. I like pleasuring myself. This is so dumb. A little more juice. What? I am broken! Good morning. Na, na, na,
2: na. Good morning. star today
0: CBS Sports Radio Well as I was saying I was
7: listening to the radio I heard something And what did you hear A uh, hissing sound like this
6: TA Hey DA, let me aboard that mother ship. Permission to board that
2: mother ship, sir. Well, you know I had to slide through the intergalactic swag party. DA, man, beam me up. What's going on, my brother, from another mother? Beam me up. The guys are the mothership.
0: Permission man. to board that What's mother ship. Right, another mother ship. Hey, hey. The hey. ship has connected. And hey, you the man, DA.
1: America the mothership has connected welcome aboard it's the four-hour black coal block party DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border Anchorage to Atlanta Green Bay to Greensboro Kalamazoo and Waterloo are on the air. they listening DA
5: everything we say saying DA everything.
1: Good morning, everybody. So glad you're with us. You might be like, wait a second, DA. I thought you were supposed to be off the rest of this week. Oh, I was. But in purely DA show fashion, I take off and all hell breaks loose. And so here's how we're going to play it today. I'm doing this segment and a couple of others from the home studios, what we're calling The baby bunker. I was scheduled to take off this week, Tuesday through Friday, for paternity leave. You might be already saying, Didn't you just do that? Well, yes, but we have more than two weeks we can use within this company. And so I figure, Well, since Odyssey has decided to take so many pounds of flesh from me, I will decide to take. My requisite baby time with AJ. And we have had some major developments in that category, let me tell you. But either way, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to be on top of this hour right through Bogush's update coming up a half hour from now. And then I will rejoin in hour number four since our audience has changed constantly to address the breaking news. So I'll do that here. And then we'll also do that top of the fourth hour. In between, Mraz, Bogish, Bilotti, and everybody has the rest of of your show in full. Also, in hour number four, it just so happened that yesterday I taped an interview with Richard Sherman. Remember when we had Mick Lovin on the show a couple of weeks back? Mick Lovin was part of the Stars on Mars show, and he got voted off. This is a show where celebrities get dropped off in the middle of the Australian Outback, and they simulate being on Mars, and then you get voted off the show. This is a Fox show. Well, the same show's producer said, would you like Richard Sherman? And I said, yeah, yes, I would. And so they said, okay, can you tape an interview with him on Tuesday afternoon? I said, yeah, absolutely. So we taped something with Richard yesterday I was the one that conducted the interview, so we'll play that coming up for you in hour four. I'm sure today you were like, I wonder how Richard Sherman felt about stars on Mars, and I'm glad you asked that question because we have that answer for you coming up later on in the show. So that's, it's going to be kind of a piecemeal show today. Now, the big news is we have turned a major corner with AJ here, okay? I am I am really excited about this. Remember that? Last regular season game for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars at home against the Colts two years ago. And it was like, ah, I don't know about Trevor Lawrence. People wondered if he was going to be a bust. Was he more hype than actual reality? And then Trevor Lawrence in that game played really well. And that was the day that Carson Wentz melted down to the Jaguars, got the win, and kind of set themselves up for some momentum moving forward. And then last year capitalized on it, going to the playoffs, winning the division, winning a playoff game. That's how I feel right now about AJ. We had some really lean years in there, okay? Those, those weeks were long. He was not sleeping unless we were actually holding him. I'm waking up in the middle of the night, et cetera. Cap of all people, this is how you know Cap's got answers. Cap goes, DA, have you tried the snoo? I go, the snoo? I don't know the snoo. Muhammad SNU? What are we talking about here? He goes, no, the snoo is this new thing that you got to check out. It's a bassinet. But it also rocks and it kind of mimics the mother's kind of like rhythm. I had no idea about this. Look it up, boom, there you go. Spoke to a few people that had young children. Oh, yeah, the snoo, snoo, people swearing by snoo, snoo, snoo. So I look into it, boom, okay, whatever it takes. We have turned the corner, okay? So this week, while I am locked at home to take care of, the bourbon bell and to save her sanity and also to save AJ as well. I've had so many nice suggestions from you guys. Try this, try that. The listeners have reached out to me. I think this might be the key that unlocks the offense. Okay. I'm starting to see daylight here. We're starting to make the right reads. So that is big for the sanity here at the baby bunker. Why am I on the air? Well, when I take off, Massive pieces of news happen. Sometimes it's the NFL draft. Sometimes Odell Beckham gets traded. Sometimes the NBA champion is crowned. Sometimes there's a trade out of nowhere. Today, it's Mraz is leaving the show. And not, not for Big Baby on the landfill. I know you are like, what the hell are you talking about, DA? But it is true. This just happened yesterday afternoon. We were all quiet in our beds, ready to go to, back to work the next day. I was in Baby Bunker, and then the, the massive bomb drops on the DA show and CBS Sports Radio. Mraz is moving down the hall to the local side of things here in New York to be part of the new afternoon show there. They've had some restructuring, somebody leaving. Tiki is going into that slot. They've also said we want Mraz to be part of that slot as well. So, obviously, a lot of thoughts on this. But it is where we begin your cold open. But there'll be a third and a
0: new voice here in the afternoon with uh, Tiki and with Evan Roberts. And he's very
6: well-dressed today. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Mraz, yes. who's been with uh, Damon Amendola on the network
2: where Tiki and Tierney started is uh, in a suit. Sean will go over to where Tommy is and have an open microphone, and I'll be a third voice on your guys' show as you guys Mm
6: -hmm. uh, see fit. (laughs) I have a slight issue with you, Sean. Tiki said something so beautiful about Brandon,
7: who was his partner for a decade. Sure. From the heart. Yeah, you haven't said a damn word about who you used to work with. <laughs> damn Any emotional Lord. thoughts or no? No, it's it's going to be very tough. Tomorrow morning is a big DA show announcement over on CBS Sports she Radio. DA? No, 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 no. That place means a lot to me, and DA. No. I would not be here today without DA. Geo was an intern. Can you let him finish yeah. his heartfelt tribute no, to no. DA? It never yeah. finished. Oh, no, yeah, that works. is my. Oh, I, that was I, it? I, that means a lot. No, tomorrow Thanks, morning to I want to save a lot of that for tomorrow morning oh, yeah, for right, that fair listener base. Yeah, but nobody will hear it. Mm. So why don't you no, just a lot more listeners than you think over there.
6: It's amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's
2: DA's top story.
1: Here
3: he goes.
2: It's your cold open.
1: So that is the bit. Mraz is going to join Evan Roberts and Tiki Barber on the afternoon show on WF And that's going to be his full-time job. Once upon a time, he pulled two shifts. He was our producer, then also the producer down the hall of the fan for the Midday Show. That will not happen. This is his only job going forward. So that's the bit. This will start in late July. So we have about a month to go with Mraz before he moves on over to the New York side of things. So, PD, we can bring down the music and we'll just kind of address this head on. Okay. First of all, the timeline of this. This is just about the worst corporate timing ever. I mean, the worst. We we come off this amazing moment at Bob's Bar on Friday, the home of Mer- the childhood home of Moraz, Bob and Nancy open up their doors, everybody travels from far and wide. Here we are, the epicenter of our universe, and corporate decides, "Oh, you know what? Why don't we completely cover all of that up by making this announcement and Moraz is leaving." Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate the support on that. So timing of this is remarkable. They allow us to have Bob's Bar. It's a big shindig. It's a big party. And then Monday and Tuesday, they're like, oh, and you know what? Boom. So I learned about this after the show on Monday. I had this week planned off for paternity leave for weeks now. Okay. So this is the way that it went down. I wish it could have been a better timing. I wish that it didn't happen right in the, in the aftermath of the glow of Bob's bar, but corporate is what corporate does. And this is what they've decided. Okay. Number two, it'll be the DA show for the next month with Meraz and then beyond it will sound very much the same because me and Bogish and Bilotti will hold it down. We'll have the cast of thousands as always, EJ and Pat Boyle and Carlos with a K and Billy Jock alone, and the list goes on and on and on. It's the same, same voices you will hear going forward. We will end up having a search for the replacement for Moraz. I don't know when that begins. I don't know what that looks like. Me and Pete will have to get together on this. Obviously, we'll weave in our bosses, but That's not really for today. That will happen. I'm not sure what that looks like. As for Moraz specifically, in October and November of 2012, I learned that I was going to come to New York to be the overnight host on CBS Sports Radio. At the time, I was doing evenings in Boston for one of the company's affiliates, 98.5 The Sports Hub. And when I came here... The program director said, do you have a producer that you want to bring along or do you have a producer that you know of that would want the job? And I said, you know, honestly, the producers that I have right now in Boston want to stay in Boston. They're from here. The producers I've had along the way are right now pretty entrenched in, in where they are. They don't want to uplift their family and move. So I'm kind of a free agent when it comes to producers. So they, they put in front of me, they said, okay, we have three part-timers who want to, you to interview and just see if you vibe with any of them. So I interview the three guys. And Moraz was one of those three guys. And I asked Moraz who his favorite teams were. And he gave me the Giants, as you might imagine. I said, wow, so how big of a fan are you? He showed me the Giants tattoo. I said, that's, that's a big fan. And he told me that he was named after the punter on the 86 team, Sean Landetta. And I said, you got to be kidding me. He said, no, that's true. I said, well, I think we could do something here. That was all I needed to hear that he was named after the punter of the 86 Giants. And thus launched this amazing relationship between Mraz and I. At first, we had no familiarity with one another at all. And ten and a half years later, he is one of my closest friends. I, the Mraz family means the world to me. I've seen two of his daughters be born and now start to grow up. Bob and Nancy, I've, I've seen every year since we've gotten together, whether it's a block party or the Bob's bar show or something else. I see them every, I go to their house every year. I have slept at their house before. So they mean a great deal to me. And Miraz means a great deal to me as, as you might imagine. And our relationship has always been professional and about this show, but really it's about much, much more. And, And he's a very, very dear friend of mine. And because of that, I wish him the best. And because of that, Obviously, I'm not mad about this from Meraz's standpoint. I I want his career to continue to take off. And this hopefully is a launching point for that. It's a big show in a big market. The company obviously values that and they want Meraz's personality there. They want him to be who he is there. And so he's got my blessing a thousand times over. And I told the bosses this as well. I would never stand in his way and I, I just He has grinded for me for a decade. The least I can do is support him when he'd like to move on. And so that is absolutely what I'll do. So I hope you share that with me. It's a tough loss, but I think we all want what's best for him. And if this is what the dream is, then you've got to support the dream. And nobody's ever stood in my way when I've wanted to move on and climb the ladder. And I would only pay that forward to the people that that work with me. The reason Moraz is desirable is because he is the most unique character, perhaps in sports radio. I mean, let's face it. Who else openly soils their pants on the air? Who it just, how could you ever replicate that? You just can't. And he's done it twice. Once in podcast, once on live radio. You just go down the hit list of things that Moraz has done, has said, It is what they're looking for over there. They want to package that up and put it over there. And how can you blame them? There is something that is unbelievably unique and compelling about Merez. And I don't blame them at all for wanting a pinch of that magic where they think that they might need it for whatever reasons. And we have been the beneficiaries of that for 10 and a half years. And I only hope that they continue to let Meraz Meraz because that's when he's at his best. When he is just an agitator and he doesn't know where Brazil is and he soils himself and he pigs out and he eats his cupcakes or his breakfast sandwiches sensually on camera. And you just keep driving around going, is this guy for real? Now the answer is yes, this guy is for real. So this is very very bittersweet for me because, of course, we would love to keep him here forever, but that's not always the case. Talented people move on. Mraz is one of those people, and he's got nothing but our blessings here and great gratitude for the years that he put into the DA show. Every other stop that I've ever had, I was there for four, or five years or less. This is the only stop I've had where I've been longer than that. And we've now hit the 11th year here at CBS Sports Radio. So Maras has been my longest tenured producer ever, ever. And that means a lot. I will say there's a part of this that really bothers me. And that is the New York arrogance. You heard it there in that clip, Craig Carton say, well, nobody will listen to that. Nobody hears that. And that part of this Bothers me to no end. It has nothing to do with Mraz. It is corporate just thinking that we are a farm system at CBS Sports Radio. Okay? Geo left the mornings to go do mornings at WFAN. Tiki and Tierney, they uplifted a whole show. Put it over at New York. Okay? Now you have Moraz. Pick him up. Go over there. We're basically the Royals of the 50s, 60s, and 70s for the New York Yankees. That's essentially what has happened here oh, you know what? We'll just take a piece here, take a piece there. We'll just move it over to New York because it's far more important there. And you know what? Enough is enough. I am launching a New York embargo around here. I don't want to play any clips from that that station. No more overnight rants. No more Jack Stern updates. No more anything over there. I, I don't want any more stuff from over there. I'm sure plenty of you across the country are already sick of how New Yorky everything is on this network. You will get a fresh start here. I'm over it. We're done. Okay, no more sound clips, no more citations, no more guests. I might even tell Bogish, no Yankees, no Knicks, no Jets or Giants or Mets scores from here on out. We're not even we're not even observing New York at this point. And we live here. But I'm at, this is the arrogance of the company and the people at the, net, at, at the station to think, oh, well, it doesn't matter over there. Let me tell you something. When Gordon from Vancouver and his one good leg gets in a flight to fly 3,000 miles to then drink rum chad and crown royal all day in the backyard of Moraz's house, it means something, baby. We'll oil boil, we'll slap bosses. And we'll show it to them and say, hey, who has more fun than us? So that's, that's my big thing here about, about the situation. Also, over my dead body will Mraz no longer be part of this show. He's right down the hall. Bob's bar is still in our backyard. I will fight tooth and nail to make sure certain things continue. At, I'm going to have to go to, to management and to get them to say yes to a few things, but we're not going to let Mraz cut bait and never hear from him ever again. He, he is, we're basically an indentured servitude here, okay? Mraz had his 10 and a half years. That doesn't buy complete freedom. You get some freedom, not complete freedom. We, we're going to have to have him as some part of the show, and we will protect, we must protect this house with Bob's bark. We must protect this house because Friday was not the last time we're doing that. I'm going to tell you that right now. We're not letting that happen. We will protect that and make sure that continues to be a gathering point for this show. That's my spiel. When we come back, Mraz will join me. When we come back, Bogish will join me. When we come back, Balati will join us. And we'll discuss this as a family, as only a family can do. When somebody is moving on and they're moving out of the house, this is, I'm sure, the conversation Mraz had with Bob and Nancy once upon a time.
0: So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe? Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: do that coming up next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Happy Being Alive Day, the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Ah, yes, welcome back. We are addressing... The dictator in the room. Moraz is leaving the show one month from now. He is moving over to the New York side of things. They have plucked him to be part of the new afternoon show over there on WFN, and we wish him nothing but the best. But we are processing this because it kind of came out of nowhere. And on the same day that we get the news that Moraz is leaving, I get this email from management. Good morning, Team New York. If you were in the office yesterday, you might have noticed an odor that at times was fairly strong during the day. Building management identified the source as a contractor working on the roof using a (laughs) blowtorch. Oh, I missed that yesterday. It smelled like hell on our floor yesterday. (laughs) All right, welcome back. Did any of you guys smell this, the blowtorch stench? (laughs) Uh, I did not.
7: There were rumors it was in my pants. Thankfully, I found out it's on the roof.
5: (laughs) Building management focused on the pants of a future New York radio star.
1: So, like I said, we come off Bob's bar and Madison's like, oh, yeah, we're going to just dump all this cold water all over it. And Merez is leaving.
5: It was nice when we thought they just ignored the show, like it didn't (laughs) happen. And instead, they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to kill all of that momentum. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let's just disassemble all that that you just built there over the last couple of years. Here you go. Have a good week. (laughs) Here you go. Have at it. Oh, and D.A., you're out this week. No big deal, right? You don't have to be on the air. Right, could you imagine learning that Mraz is leaving the show and is just like, oh, and DA will see you in two weeks. <laughs> By the time he comes back, Mraz will be literally off the show. <laughs> Enjoy oh, Smokey and the this? Bandit. Who's this? Oh, okay. So, all right, let's start here. Mraz, how you feeling? Uh, I mean,
7: I'm a bit of a mess. Um, You're probably going to hear me cry about 15 times over the next two weeks, three weeks, but... um. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm still processing everything. I'm excited for sure. But uh, I'm a nervous, emotional, sad mess at the same time because of everything you said and how much you and this place means to me.
1: And you're a sentimental dude as well. You for know, sure. Yeah, you don't know how to compartmentalize. Yeah, would be
7: really that. sad if I cried <laughs> about a Ryan Callahan trade once and didn't cry now. I mean, that would say <laughs> probably a lot about me. <laughs> but I'm right. going to try to keep it together the best I can.
1: Well, the fact is when Jeter retires and you cry and Callahan's traded and you cry and the Giants lose in week 17 and you cry <laughs>
5: and you miss free Wendy's breakfast and you cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then you would really know, and that is a good window into Miraz, You know how he feels right now. This is hard. This is really hard. Yeah. This is This is family and this is what you've known and you've watched your career and your life grow to this point in time. It is a great compliment to you that they believe that you are an important fit over there. Honestly, for personality reasons, I kind of feel like they know that they need some juice. They need that. I think they know they need a little pizzazz, and they're like, let's add Mraz and stir. And so that's a compliment to you, because I feel like they want exactly who you are over there.
7: Right? Uh, for for sure, and that was the way it was presented to me. So, And I know I've gotten this question a lot in the last 12 hours because my name will not be on the show title name. It'll be Evan and Tiki, and a lot of people have asked, well, you know, where do you fit in there And why are you going over there? And I think that's a lot of what you said. I I think that they know that those are two obviously well-accomplished radio personalities, but they're looking for a little something extra, a little je ne sais quoi,
1: if you will. Je ne sais quoi. Um, Now we finally did use it correctly. Yeah, (laughs) and I think
7: um, they've observed what's happened here over ten and a half years. And, um, you know, they they want whatever it is that I am and that magic – Fatness, I guess they want over there, and that's what I'm going to come bring. He can't say it. I'll say it. Those two
5: guys are nerds. I love Evan. I love Tiki. I wish <laughs> I could be Tiki, but they're nerds. They need they need Sean's whatever. He's je ne sais quoi. He je need, je they sais ne quoi. need to stir that drink. Absolutely.
7: Yeah. So, I mean, I again, it's going to be an exciting opportunity. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny now, looking back 20 years ago, if you told me I'd be doing afternoons locally at the station I grew up listening to with Tiki freaking Barber, who was once my favorite, you know, giant, I would have said, no way would that ever happen in my life. So from that standpoint, this is, um, you know, exciting. And, you know, like you said, DA, coming off the Bob's Bar Show, this is all happening really fast. So I, I don't even know if I fully processed everything that's gone on yet. We've kind of had a lot thrown at us. So... You know, it's something I'm, I'm sure that, you know, you'll get, you know, a better version of me in the coming days where I can get myself together. But, you know, I I, I am just going through all of this right now. And, it, you know, it feels weird. I don't want to say goodbye today because, as you've said, we've had a full month to do that um, or a full month to do that. And I'm sure as the days tick by, this will become more and more real like that. But, again, I, I know that the way management looks at me and is asking me to go to this role and promoting me, so to speak, in this role I uh, I know that I would not be in this position without you for sure. Uh, like you said, taking the chance of me, elevating me, finding that you know certain touch with me, and letting me expand myself. You know, whether it's burps, poops, or just good old laughs, you've certainly <laughs> you've certainly put me in that spot. Um, you know, Pete has been for for many. <laughs> did the years... fan
5: release mention the poops? No, it no.
7: did not. Okay. The essentials it, did shock. not. Um, Honestly.
1: Hoops, burps, and laughs is how I feel about A.J. right now. That's <laughs> kind of everything that's happening in his world as well.
7: Exactly. So so all of that, plus, you know, the sports takes and the giant stuff and all of that. And Pete, for, for years now, has been like a great bench coach to me as far as me being the manager. But Leo Mazzoni. No, he has been. And somebody <laughs> I could, you know, a sounding board off. And sometimes the listeners might think me and Pete hate each other. But actually, at least from my standpoint, I love the man like a brother. And, you know, I'm going to sit next to him and... You know, Bogus sucks, but whatever, I'll That's say goodbye fair. to him. But all you guys, <laughs> man. It's okay, you don't have just, to. I'll get myself together, but yeah, it's... Today feels like it should be a really exciting day, and it is for me, but I'm not going to lie, it kind of sucks too.
1: Yeah, it's bittersweet for all of those reasons. It's, it's very much like graduating college or something like that, where you're moving on to something exciting, but you have so many memories and so many good times, and you just can't imagine what life is like without that, so... I mean, it's, I think it's the same for all of us. Bogues, how you feeling about everything?
5: Well, let me just share for those who are not watching us in our, you know, preferably on YouTube, but maybe on Twitch. Um, the scene, I can't look to my left because Sean's crying. I'm pretty sure Bilotti's <laughs> emotional. And then I've got Carlos, who we've discussed is disingenuous. So I have no idea what how to read his face. I have, there's no safe place for my eyes Cal- right now.
1: Let me tell you what Carlos is thinking. Pure joy that maybe a job has opened up and he can get it. (laughs) No, I was saying this is the most awkward I've ever been in this seat. Like, I'm here at the wrong time. I so
5: wish EJ was here today. (laughs) Um, But listen, as much as I like to dismiss Sean and not be nice to Sean, everyone is aware of how good Sean is at being Sean and being on the radio. Um, I don't say this disrespectfully to DA. I I thought he would have had a chance to go somewhere else by now. And this is um, a remarkable opportunity. It's mind-blowing and couldn't be happier for him. I'll probably reserve my full emotions until like the last couple of That's just how I work in general. Like today, we'll make fun of Pete for being emotional. I won't look at Sean. Um, but like I'm good at uh, car- uh, compartmentalizing, which Sean is not. So... If you need me to be really sappy and sweet and emotional, give me the late July. But for now, I just, um, I'm super proud. Congratulations. And uh, hopefully he doesn't forget my phone number, which is possible.
1: (laughs) I won't. Thank you. PDB, you're a good management guy in terms of like seeing (laughs) radio potential and shows and talent. How do you feel about everything?
6: Well, um, You know, many uh, people uh, knew this knew this was coming over the years. I did, too. We all kind of knew that, you know, there's so much talent with Sean that he would uh, move on to do something else that helps propel his talent on the air. Um, you know, and, and if you didn't know it was coming, I have a couple timeshares to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh but um
1: we worked a whole bit around Big Baby and the <laughs> expecting that he would at some point leave.
6: Right. Thank you for saying that it helped that helped. Um I'm having a hard time with all this.
1: Because we're losing Moraz, or because we're losing down the hall. Oh, <laughs> they, they seem well, like they yeah. don't care about our carcass of a show. <laughs> well, the show. <laughs> the but there the is that. The hall still beats and they watch us and laugh and leave us in the middle of I'm going to work
6: in reverse. The down the hall thing I'm going to address in July. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right, that, that's a good point. Yeah, why don't we kick that down the road a little bit? Because yeah. we could spend weeks doing that. Right. Um, as
6: we've all talked about, this network has been on the air we're in our eleventh year, and or tenth or whatever it is, um, and there's been a lot of morning shows, and a lot of people have been in this control room with me, and there's a bond in the control room. A lot of these guys and I miss them all, and I'm gonna miss Sean.
1: Well said, Petey, man. Well said. And, you know, the magic of this show is that this really is family. All these guys mean the world to me, and I hope that they know that. And I think that comes across on the radio, that we are a family here, and we extend that to our listeners as well, which is why Bob's Bar is so magical. It does feel like when people fly in and meet you for the first time that they really are your best friends. They really are family. It's all one. And so, like, that's what we're all feeling right now pride that Mraz got this opportunity, pride that he is talented enough and now respected enough to move on to a big slot. He didn't have to go to Tucson. He actually got just (laughs) started in New York, which is amazing.
7: Yeah, said they treated this show like the landfill.
1: (laughs) And so (laughs) it is we have such pride and love and appreciation that Mraz got this shot, but it is obviously difficult to watch a family member leave and move on to a different thing, but I will paint this as a positive positive. He didn't have to go to Tucson or Grand Rapids or Tulsa. He got to go down the hallway, so he's still around us all the time.
7: You know, based and, on some of the local tweets I got, I think maybe they wish I was going to Tucson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so that's a great thing for us that we get to keep him close. He's in the building. He's down the hallway. He's still part of the company. I mean, who knows? You know, there's there's always a a separate reality where a totally different company puts him in afternoons in Detroit or puts him in afternoon somewhere else. And then suddenly we just don't ever hear from him again. So I'm happy for that part of it, but we are all really happy no matter what the opportunity was. And and Pete said it well, we're just, we're one family here. And, uh, and this is awesome, but it's also hard. Let me say this though, about, uh, about Bob's bar. We cannot lose this, Mirage. So I don't know what it's going to take to negotiate <laughs> with, with the company. What's going to take you setting up and cleaning up, pal? That's what's going to say.
7: And winning on Bob's house. I
5: mean, do you care more about the house than Shaw? <laughs> I'm sure starting to get that <laughs> yes. But I do have an idea, DA. Okay. So this just came to me. Yeah. There's another Morash that needs a job. Bob, the deli man's retired. Wow. The lines are in place. What if we just do it? We get a different (laughs) Mraz. We have to change so little. Bob's going to say amazing things. He has the same fandoms as Sean. (laughs) He'd cry over the same retirements. And he probably, if he had a ring doorbell camera, he was doing the same thing after week one, after a win at the Titans. I mean, just let's literally stay in the family, hire Bob, keep Bob's bar in the mix, and away we go.
1: It's a really good idea. Usually Hollywood goes into prequels, so you get a younger version of it. <laughs> yeah. like Baby Yoda and things like that. But in this case, it's almost like the Irishman where we fast forward how old De Niro is. And it's like, let's just get to Mraz in his 60s. But this is like the (laughs) origin story of
7: Sean as we see his dad and we figure
1: out in retrospect
5: how
7: Sean got to be Sean. The happiest person will be Schwartz because he'll no longer have the worst hip
1: on the show. So I think that's really
6: huge. Who's out on a lot of free stuff,
1: though? (laughs) Yeah, so we'll have to figure out... uh how to keep you as part of the family, Mirage We're not going to let For you sure. go that easily. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I don't want anybody that came out of Bob's Bar being like, oh my God, that's the last one ever because... We have so much momentum from that. I want to make sure that everybody knows. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll still get to meet Moraz next year at the same event. It'll just be—I'm not sure if you hear him on this show every single day.
7: Yeah, I'm not going to be dead. I, hopefully, I mean hopefully. that that clock's still ticking. No, it's on the table, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, it won't be hard to find me, and uh, you know, in some sort of involvement. But we'll work on that for a, for a later date for sure.
1: And Pete. We will hold off on our New York resentment and corporate resentment oh. for at least a few more days. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. So Did I he...
5: shouldn't have bumped our boss in the hallways? No, is... I,
7: <laughs> I think I think Pete's just mad he hasn't finished the year of the buffoon, and he's a little light right, right no, now. Well, that's
5: the other thing. <laughs> but, but that's the good news, Pete. Think of the hours you're getting back oh, now right. not right. having to do that. Uh, th- the hours
6: I set aside for stupidity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I... I... I was telling when I was dri- driving in today. If you were driving behind me, I'm sorry, because <laughs> I had it went from anger <laughs> to the to our New York f- friends and <laughs> to me being a ball of emotion and and I I don't think I was paying attention to the road. So <laughs> so I apologize for that. But um, yes, there's a lot of uh, things to address with uh, <laughs> uh, with them. Um, especially taking all of our talent that we develop and and using it over there, which uh, we're not upset at at all. Um, But, yeah, yeah, the the time of reckoning is coming.
1: The time of reckoning is coming. Me, Pete, and Bogues are going to have pitchforks outside a corporate's door at some point in time. We refuse to lose any more talent.
5: Yeah. I'm so, going to need some guidance, though, on the free food that's often outside, courtesy of the fan. That's one of my the few work perks we have here. So you need to tell me if I'm still allowed to have a random donut or a sandwich more. when they show up down the hallway.
1: More. Oh, yeah, take more of it. Yes. Yeah. No. Interesting. Now really interesting are. My grandmother used to say... <laughs> In now fa- they really owe us. Now we got to, Now we get to eat like shorts. Take everything that's free in the building. <laughs> Bends everything. Containers. In, in fact, take you home- could argue there might be
7: more of it if I'm the one going over there. That might be true. Take
1: home the staplers. Take home whatever you got. Okay, we're taking. We're taking what's ours. <laughs>
6: attica. Attica. Attica.
1: Attica. <laughs> There's a revolt.
5: We just traded Sean for a six foot hero and two dozen donuts. All right,
1: that's fair. <laughs> And, I'll all do the scotch, and all the scotch tape dispensers in the building. <laughs> and all the office chairs. we we'll are taking everyone that actually has both handles. Well, we'll there's
7: none it. left. I don't think there's no. any. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got to order those. Yes.
1: So the rest of the show is going to try to be somewhat normal. I'm going to sign <laughs> off. Merez, Bogues, Pete, have you the rest of the way. And then I'll come back for hour number four because we don't want to just do four hours on this. It might yeah. be a little bit Jeez. much.
7: I couldn't talk if we were doing four hours of this.
1: Yeah, so we will pull the parachute now, and I'll come back at hour number four, and we'll kind of circle back on this. But if you're just tuning in, Marez at the end of July, we'll be leaving for a spot on the afternoon show, the new afternoon show on the local side of things in New York. At the moment... Andrew Bogus is a kind sir. He has our headlines.
5: In fact, EA, I do not. I'm a kinder sir. <laughs> I'm going to pass things over to the one and only Pat Boyle for said headlines.
1: Oh, that's right. Sorry. Pat Boyle's in, and maybe he smelled the blowtorch odor yesterday in the building. I did not. I
4: was not here, but I'm glad I wasn't because it seemed like it was pretty foul. But either way, we are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at progressive.com. So. Uh, bouncing off of D.A., let's lead with both the Yankees and Mets games, right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would be leading headlines with red hi- Reds highlights this year, but, man, they are uh, on some kind of heater.
1: Pitch to Friedel, oh. He yanks it. Right field hit well and deep. And it is goal! a three-run home run by tj friedel and the reds are on top three to one tommy
4: thrall reds radio the call tj friedel with four hits including that three-run home run everybody's favorite rookie phenom prospect ellie de la cruz also with three hits and a home run things got murky in the ninth the rockies loaded the bases but alexis diaz struck out jorge alfaro to end it and the reds hold on for an 8-6 win pushing their win streak to 10 games we will Hear from manager David Bell, I guess, at a different time because we are short on time here. Uh, But a quick other baseball scores for you. Citizens Bank Park was a house of horrors for Spencer Strider after he got lit up in the playoffs there last year. He put those demons behind him. Nine strikeouts across six innings. Braves got home runs from Austin Riley and Matt Olson to beat the Phillies 4-2. And a great pitcher's duel in Miami that had bagels until the eighth inning. (laughs) Then a pair of are you hungry? Yeah, a, let's get bagels a- then. <laughs> then a pair of RBI singles broke the seal. The Blue Jays held on to cool off the red hot Marlins to nothing. Uh some quick football news. The NFL is reinforcing its gambling policy to players ahead of the 2023 season in wake of the recent violations. There are six pillars. Uh, among them, don't bet on the NFL. It seems pretty simple enough. <laughs> And I know Sean and Bogus are going to mention this coming up. Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill is under investigation on allegations of assault and battery at a Miami Beach marina. According to a spokesperson for the Miami-Dade Police Department, Hill allegedly hit a marina employee during a disagreement that took place Sunday. As of now, the employee has declined to press charges. And finally, Men's College World Series in Omaha. A couple of seasons on the line last night. Number five, LSU, blank Tennessee, 5 nothing. And Oral Roberts' this season got washed down the drain. TCU took care of them 6-1. to one.
1: I'm laughing because I'm finally getting to see a show sheet that I didn't do. This <laughs> one was authored by Merez. <laughs> <laughs> and the grammar is amazing. Oh, the, oh. Top, <clears throat> the top of our number two, <laughs> the question is, is the Blazers' attempt to keep Lillard happy pathetic? There has to be a comma in there, or we're going to have to restructure that sentence.
7: You're welcome,
1: David. I don't even know what I meant. I was a blubbering mess when I put this together last night, too. Oh, Bear yeah, that's with me. that's what it was. Is the Blazers' attempt to keep Lillard happy-pathetic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the answer is definitely yes. Something in the Pacific Northwest is happy-pathetic. Oh. Think. <laughs> when we come back on the show, the guys will take it from here. I believe they'll talk a little Hard Knocks. Oh, no. We're going to do the Tyree Kill thing. That
7: was yesterday.
1: Yes. yesterday. (laughs) Yes. Three, two, one. All right. Tyree Kill story coming up next. The DA show on CBS Sports Radio.
7: I'm not suggesting that I know definitively vampires are real and like Twilight or Count Dracula or whatever these other vampires are. All I'm telling you is this. I think that there's an understanding between us and bats. And if you told me that Transylvania and all that stuff from Greek mythology was real with the bats. Uh, Greek mythology? Whatever mythology. All that stuff that goes back with the bats and the vampires. I would say maybe it's true. And maybe we just kind of have this, you know, you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Now do those region winners last forever? I don't know. Or do we wipe out me? I think a lot of is gonna go out. Wow. Some will stay, but a lot of a lot of it.
6: That I folder's a...
1: gonna be a lot easier to navigate
7: now. Yeah. Wiping me out. Cleaning the slate, boat. No more Wendy's order. I mean it's the only way to do it, to be honest. Yeah. By the way, imagine I lose a hundred pounds now. Well it won't count because you're not Marass.
5: Right, Sean Morash can be thin, but I mean it's true because it's possible. At least because you're now walking into the world. One of the big differences inside baseball here, inside radio, from national to local. On the local side, there are far more opportunities for side deals, promotions, all that kind of stuff. You're going to have multiple meal plans, the Hello Freshes, the Weight Watchers of the world reaching right. out. Like let's let's get you let's get you thin. Yeah. We'll and see. you can get you can get healthy, and you can make money off of
7: it. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing. I think that would be the one. If I if I knew I was going to lose money and get in trouble with my job by not losing weight, I think I'd have to. <laughs> so we'll see. I see Kaplan is also real. Can I just get ninety seconds of Mraz talking about TA? I I say this in all sincerity. I can't. I can't yet. You're, if you listen to the first hour, go back on rewind. I couldn't even look at Pete. It. Pfft. I didn't cry this much when my grandparents died, okay? So I will gather myself, and I will give you those 90 seconds at some point. Yeah, But it is not because I'm being disrespectful. It's that I can't get the words out.
5: Just look at me. You've had no emotional reaction to leaving me. Pete's bothering you. DA's bothering you. Shep made you emotional. Just focus on me. We have no no emotional connection. That's a good point.
7: Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe Uh, it's my fault. Maybe I suck. No, you don't. (laughs) You don't. You're just the one I can look at and at least laugh. I should be nicer
5: to Carlos. Carlos is nodding. I do suck. All
7: right. That explains a lot. All right. Well, without further ado, because Pete didn't bump back with it, let's get the sound check. He's not going to miss that either. CBS
0: presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a
2: 10-horn, man, and we could not stop him. The audio you need to hear.
6: It's DA Soundcheck.
7: All right. A story uh, we tackled yesterday, Dalvin Cook on DeAndre Hopkins and their team up.
6: He was one of those guys that I was going to reach out to because, like, I know he got the same mindset as me. Like, we trying to go win. We trying to get on the roster and trying to go contend. So if we can't end up on the same roster and be on the same team, you know, that would be the beauty of the situation. You know, you, we, we know what we're trying to come do. And what we bring it to the team, so if we end up on the same roster, man, that'll be some epic.
7: So that was on Adam Schefter's podcast. Here's what I don't understand about this: Dalvin Cook is not an idiot. He sees what's going on with running backs not getting paid right now in the NFL. He gets flat out released because nobody will trade for him, and he's still young. Any contending team that is going to look to add Dalvin Cook is not also going to have the cap room to add DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> And if they do, they are not a contending team. Like, if some team at some point this summer, being how it's about to be July, suddenly comes up with the funds for both Hopkins or or Dalvin Cook... You can't tell me that them teaming up will create some kind of dominant force. They're likely going to be on a team that sucks. I just can't envision a world where this works, where both of them fit in on a team and the team's awesome.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is just conversation. I hope they're not being pitched as a as a duo here. Maybe only we could hire them to replace you. I, but there's no NFL team that is going to have the space financially or roster space or maybe like emotional space to go down both – like. These are both somewhat checkered roads to go down. How much does Hopkins have left? How happy is he going to be? How much are we going to pay Dalvin Cook? How much does he have left? That? How bad is that kind of chronic shoulder situation? Nobody wants to take one of these gambles, let alone a double gamble on these guys. Yeah,
7: I, I completely agree. All
5: right, let's do some baseball. There's a lot to unpack here. Big setup. This is last night. It's the, Red so- the White Sox against the Rangers. Chicago's rallying late. I believe it's the go-ahead run that scores... Single to left field. Throw comes home. Travis Jankowski of the Rangers. Jonah Heim catches it. Tags the runner. He seems to be out they go to replay they overturn the call saying jonah heim was blocking the plate without the baseball <laughs> bruce Bochi, post game rangers manager very angry
6: for that call to be made it i'm dumbfounded it's absolutely one of the worst calls i've ever seen uh and and it was done by replay i i just don't get it uh i, I don't care how many times i'll try to explain it uh You you can't do that uh, in that situation. Uh, It's a shame. It's embarrassing, really.
5: Yeah, um, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but it is dumbfounding. I've watched this play four different times. They have multiple angles from the TV broadcast last night. I don't understand what Jonah Haim did wrong. If he did something wrong, then the rule is wrong. And the fact that it was not even upheld as a call on the field, that they flipped the call, which means there was clearly a violation, I don't get either. But the best part to me is Bruce Bochy, who's 70 years old with the biggest head on the planet. He's got one Gordon in Vancouver leg. So he comes hobbling out to the argue <laughs> with, that, like head, Gordon
7: Vancouver with
5: that head bobbing, that big, deep voice. It's a good watch seeing him get angry, but he should have been angry. This is a BS call.
7: Yeah, and I'm just going to say, because I had not seen the play. I've had a lot going on over the last couple What do you uh, say? I would say... One of the best parts about baseball this year is that the Rangers are good and we get more Bruce Bochy talking. Yes, and that'll be a really good thing in the postseason because Bruce Bochy sounding like he's in an old uh, Marlboro ad is perfect. (laughs) So perfect. All right, Uh, speaking of baseball, where would we be on a DA show even on a day like this without an Oakland A's story? Ken Rosenthal, Fox Sports, not happy with Rob Manfred's thoughts on the Oakland Discs
4: and i kind of
0: mentioned that this was punching down
7: that it's a
4: person of authority and responsibility and power kind of looking at the average fan and saying not good enough sorry and it just as i said is unbecoming of a commissioner of a sport it's not something that reflects well on him
3: or the sport
7: i mean he's right rob Mm -hmm. manfred i mean in the history of missteps the piece of metal DA highlighted that. was a bad look for him. And I, look, I'm going to say this full disclosure. I thought it was cool in the Bay Area. Personally, I thought the reverse protest was kind of silly. Personally, just me, only from the standpoint of I understand what they were doing, but all you are actually doing is putting money in an owner's pocket who is already taking it. Like, you weren't going to save the A's that day.
5: No, but, and there also is... It did feed into the snarkiness that Manfred had, which he shouldn't have had and That's shouldn't th- have voiced. But if you were if you were kind of anti not anti A's fans but if you're not heartbroken that they're leaving, the fact that they were able to go to a game proves yeah. the point of you can go to these games. Right, go to these games. Because they weren't going when the team was good as well. Right. The the bad attendance predates them being this bad on the the baseball field.
7: But we can all say that Rob Manfred can't turn away and basically say, well, you almost reached an average attendance. Like, that can't happen. That's the commissioner. He He deserves to be slimy. You're the commissioner of baseball. You should be a man of the fans. He sucks. Uh, But to that point, I'm with you as well. Unfortunately, the, the market size or whatever, the numbers just aren't there for the fans. But... What that's for a different day. Yeah,
5: and, and if I'm being honest, when when the DA email came in said, "Hey guys, change of plans for tomorrow's show. I'm going to be on." You at thought the 6- A's were staying? No, I thought he was coming on to play this Rob Manfred clip and sound check so he could, or the <laughs> Ken Rosenthal clip. <laughs> the only clip. reason I put it in, right? So
7: he could then have Ken's support in his fight for the A's. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. And that is your sound check. Otis Miller, by the way, just woke up on Twitch and found out the news that I'm leaving the show. Sorry, Otis. Sorry, Otis. Uh, and I don't say that jokingly. Go back and listen to hour number one because if I keep doing this every hour, right. uh, there's going to be no tears left in my tear ducts.
5: Or come back in
7: <laughs> 90 minutes because DA will rejoin
5: us yeah. 9 a.m. Eastern, top of hour four, uh, in case you missed yeah. it live at 6. The big announcement is I'm now pregnant. I was jealous of oh. DA
3: <laughs> and
7: Pete and the new kids,
3: Yo, so I'm having congratulations. a baby. Thank you. I Thank didn't you. know men
7: can carry. Not for nothing, man. I didn't even process this. Um, uh, my daughters are like so, like you know, coming of age is silly, but like they're observant. They're they're going to be asking me a million times when they see me and hear me doing radio. Where's Da? Where was Da? Where was-? And that is going to eat at me that beginning stuff, you know. That's gonna crush me. You know, what yes. I mean, when a three year old, you know, where's Da? That's a tough one.
6: Now they can ask, uh, "Who's that guy doing the scorebook?"
7: Right? Exactly. Exactly. He's an <laughs> exactly. he's an adult. Daddy, why are you massaging Tiki's shoulders? Again, <laughs> I love the man.
5: The scorebook reference, for those of you, and pun intended, scoring at home, uh, Evan Roberts, who will be Sean's new DA, is notorious for scoring every Met game, whether he's there yeah. or not. Like, right. and, he, and he's usually there at City Field with oh. the scoreboard in his lap, marking down 6-3, single to right, and then when he goes home, he does it live. Or if he misses the game, he'll rewatch the game in its entirety while scoring it. So, again, he's a nerd. And I'm I know that Sean. because I'm a nerd, too, which is why they need Both. their own Sean.
7: Yeah, but Both. Do you score baseball games?
5: No, that's where I'm cooler than Evan.
7: Both. <laughs> I forgot something in the first hour, guys. What? I was just reminding. It's DA's birthday. It doesn't matter.
6: Happy birthday,
5: Happy DA. Happy birthday, DA. I'm matter. leaving.
6: DA.
7: Happy birthday,
5: He doesn't DA. know it either. Welcome so that's to Agony. Fine. This was the <laughs> gift he was asking for.
7: Happy birthday, TA. Enjoy the interview process.
5: <laughs> Enjoy sitting in a room with Pete asking knuckleheads questions about which teams they like. And if their dad can host a backyard party for us next May. <laughs> going through 300
7: resumes, the criteria must have pool. Right? Could, do, oh.
5: could your dad build a backyard bar and then host us next, oh, next year? Man. Is that possible? No?
7: I, okay, well, thanks for your time. I'm going to break spell. the news to my sisters that they're still going to flip pancakes even though I'm not working on the show anymore. It's going to be a heck of a conversation. <laughs> do you know Greek mythology? That's a real interview question. <laughs> heck of a conversation. All right, boy, what do we got? All right, gentlemen, the Aaron Hicks
4: show continues for Baltimore.
7: Pitch on the way, well hit, deep down the right field
1: line, way back, it is gone! Aaron Hicks dials it out. Oh. A three-run shot, and the Orioles have put up four
4: in the first. That's Orioles radio, three-run bomb for Hicks, part of a four-RBI night. The Orioles nearly blew a massive 7-0 lead, but hold on to beat the Rays 8-6 down at the Trop. Beautiful. Yep, Aaron Hicks was hitting one eighty-eight before he got DFA'd by the Yankees. Since he joined the O's, he's hitting 340, three home runs, and seven total extra base hits in seventeen games. Meanwhile, Tampa Bay loses three in a row for the first time all year. Isn't it just amazing how now? And, and this happens obviously across baseball. How
7: you dressed like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Do
4: you like this? I got the matching shorts. They're coming in the. They're coming in the mail.
7: You can't wear them together.
4: Why? That's it's the whole point. It's a no, set. You know, gotta wear the whole thing.
7: I had to drive with Pat Boyle's underwear in my car today to deliver it back then. <laughs> it's not underwear. It's shorts. Compression. <laughs>
4: they're not compression. They're shorts.
6: Just because they're tight, that doesn't mean they're compression shorts. Thank okay. you. Pat, mm-hmm. do you have a doctor's
5: office in your house?
6: No. Why?
5: He <laughs> <laughs> could be on that show, too. Where's Tubbs? <laughs> What's his name? What's the other guy from Miami Vice? Tubbs. It is no, Tubbs, no, right?
6: <laughs> Tubbs is Miami Vice. Chubbs is from uh, is from uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, but, <laughs> I'm playing for Chubbs. No, you ain't.
6: <laughs>
4: I got his hand. By the way, yeah, what's wrong with the matching set? You know, I was thinking about getting like those male rompers for this summer. <laughs>
7: <laughs> All right, I can't defend it. Those you. exist? That's tough. Yeah. T- Nobody can put on a male romper less than me you know, all it takes is one bad batch of taco dip on a summer party and I'm running for the hill. Could you imagine me scrambling? How do you get this thing off? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd be what, dripping down my legs, that's what Cutting it out of it. You open up the right pant leg, yeah. and you just let it fly. Exactly. Somebody get me a funnel.
5: <laughs> got to do it sideways. <laughs> are there really male rompers? Of course they are. Absolutely, man. There's a male equivalent to everything.
7: And guys wear this outside. Yeah. Bless their hearts and their bowels. I good would never. Them. Nice summer day on the pier in
4: Hoboken. Hell yeah!
7: But why it's do for you need me. a romper? If you wear a it's romper, it's fashionable.
5: And a is is it? How? How is that fashionable?
4: How is anything fashionable? It's fashion. There's it's subjective. Like, and if it looks good, then I'm going to wear it.
5: Right, but girls look cute in them. I don't see how that would make you more attractive as a guy wearing one of those. Well, you're not attracted to men. I don't think it's that. I can I can look at a guy and go, Jeez. okay, he's handsome. And not get me canceled before I move over. Please. No, you just sit back. We're talking. All right. I, I don't. I got to look at a picture of this.
4: Okay, look it up. I don't. Either way, the Cardinals are trying to save their season. Dylan Carlson can help with that. He hit two. jacks. St. Louis swats away the Nats nine three to win their fourth in a row. Uh, they still are twelve games under five hundred. So don't get your hopes up.
5: Uh, you know who would wear one of these? Your guy Foxy. Totally. Hundred percent. Bagpipes and romper. See now, the first one that come up will are like. Fun ones, like an American flag one. You want to wear this on Fourth of July? I'm all for it. But if you're gonna put on one and go bar hopping on a Thursday night in Hoboken, it
4: wouldn't be. No, it would be. This is like a Saturday afternoon, Sunday I, afternoon.
5: No, you can't brunch. You can't. I, I, I will not allow box. it.
4: You won't allow it. I will folks. Not You're not my, allowing me to wear a romper.
5: I'm putting my foot down here. If there's no male figure in your family that won't that will do it, I will do it. <laughs> you can't wear this. Go ahead and wear that top and bottom all you want. Get different variations of it. I can't, this one I can't allow.
4: All right. Well, I'm going to show up very soon this summer on the shift that I'm filling in for. and You know what? Wearing it.
5: You know what they call
7: the store where they sell the rompers? Oh, no. The romper room.
5: Yeah.
4: There was a place Not called funny. Romp Around.
1: Morty will always have a job here.
7: Willie, really, though? Is Morty around? I,
4: I would think he has. Some new instruments. Yeah. <laughs> Mentioned it last hour in detail. Worth mentioning again, the Reds held on to win their 10th straight last night, beating the Rockies 8-6. Here's manager David Bell on the streak.
6: Yeah, we're just very appreciative of uh, this opportunity we have, you know, to keep going, to keep playing with this group and um, trying to get better every day. And, um, you know, it's been a great run for sure.
4: Meanwhile, Christian Arroyo with a career-high five hits and four ribbies. Red Sox rocked the Twins 10-4, and Clayton Kershaw kept Mike Trout and Shohei Otani hitless. He dealt seven brilliant innings. Dodgers blanked the Angels 2-0. By the way, Angels GM Perry Manassian said that the Angels are highly unlikely to deal Otani before the trade
7: deadline this summer. That's Perry smart of him.
4: If they remain in playoff contention, Otani, twenty-eight years old, will be an unrestricted free agent this winter. He's leaving anyway. Why not just trade him? Are the Angels winning a World Series this year? Let's hold on.
7: Hold on. Hold on. I'm not even being a jerk because he might be leaving. But if the Angels go on a miraculous run here, they Mm -hmm. they get in the playoffs. I mean, they have a playoff spot right now. Right, they're in a playoff spot. Who's to say with Trout and Otani they can't get hot for a couple series and end up in a World Series?
4: they oh, that ch- in the same lineup for, what, six years? Trout's been in the big leagues for, what, nine, ten years but now? But
7: what, what if they get to a World Series? You don't think that right. could change Otani's mind? They haven't
4: gotten to the playoffs
7: with them. Now all of a sudden they're going to win a World Series? How do you know the Phillies made a World Series, list? How do you know? The yeah. Nats, nobody saw them winning a World Series. The because Cardinals won with like 80-something games yeah. in the regular season.
4: Because they're Crazy they're things p- happen. Otani and Trout, stinks. you could have a magical
7: October. They're pitching staff
4: stinks. Ah, is Otani going to pitch every single game in the playoffs?
7: Dude, bottom line is this. Every, every single game. If you're in, you got a shot, and look around the American League. I can tell you right now who's not going, the Yankees. So, I'm promising you, I'm not telling you that the Angels will, but you just, you spent years trying to get this Trout-Otani thing right. If this is your one shot, it might convince Otani to stay. I doubt it. I would trade him. So how and then... do you, by the way? How do you know he definitely wants to leave? Because
5: how does anybody? Everybody just assumes that. I think we. I think it's a it's a, a well known inside
7: baseball that he's going to leave. Right, but because he's gone there and fun, the team hasn't done well. You can't tell me that there's no shot he, he doesn't. Stay. You know what?
4: You, I think you, I think you have a better chance of keeping him if you trade him this summer and say, all right, you know, what, Shohei, you want to go experience life somewhere else. You know, you, you think LA's not all it's cracked up to be, even though they're in Anaheim. You don't like, you know, you want to try the East Coast? Go ahead. Go play in New York for the summer. Go play for Atlanta. Go play for whoever else wants to trade for you this summer. See how it works out, and then you can come back to us in free agency. Nice. How about that? That would be the real steal. If Perry Manassian, Manassian, however you pronounce his name, trades him away for prospects and then gets him back in the winter.
7: All right, geez, calm down. <laughs>
4: I, I could be a baseball GM, I'm telling you. It's not that these guys are idiots. Pat, it's not Pat, that the, hard.
7: The interviews for my job haven't started yet. Well, it's... <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> talking about being a GM, come now. Yes, the plan is working. Over to hoops, <laughs> WNBA. By the way, way. Carlos and Patch into a jello wrestling match. Winner gets the job. No. <laughs> that won't happen. Do you think we're going to do it a real way or a way <laughs> like that, Pete? I mean, <laughs> wrap your head around something. I
6: don't know. <laughs>
5: It's more like it'll be an obstacle course than actual interviews. <laughs> it'll be like American Idol. <laughs> resumes. Yeah, American Idiot, we're going to call it.
4: <laughs> Green Day might come after you for that
5: one. Oh, that's true.
4: Um, we I have some Chris Paul sound. We'll get to it next hour because we're short here. Uh, but finally, over to Hoops, a WNBA record 10 technical fouls called last night in Dallas. The Wings beat the Atlanta Dream 85-73. Now, I saw this. I said 10 technical fouls. This like must have been the chippiest, most intense game ever. Five of them were for defensive three seconds. Oh, that the, doesn't count. And then. one was a delay a game. No. So you had all oh, four individual texts. They were all against Dallas, including Enrique Agumbawale, wale who was ejected with her technical foul with just a few minutes left. So there's a video of her pumping up the crown, and then she signs an autograph as she leaves the floor. You that can't.
5: Was... That's a misleading headline. If you say there's 10 texts, that's got to be 10 texts because things got testy. Yeah, yeah. things not were because not you... testy.
7: Three-second buys. No. Leave me alone with that.
4: Yeah, and then the Lynx beat the spark 67-61, and the Sun beat the Storm
7: 85-79. Uh, no sparks are flying for them. Not going to overwork him.
5: Is it July 24th yet?
7: <laughs> Do they
5: need
2: sooner?
7: Enjoy your alarms those days, suckers. Whatever. Here we go. Here we go. Now, yeah. all, now all the tears go away. And we uh-huh. get angry. Yeah, I'm trying to
6: cope That's with fine. it. I'm
4: trying to deal with it. We've gone from tears to anger in the span of a minute, of, hour yeah. 45. Definitely going
6: to
5: happen. When I'm swimming in your dad's pool at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> instead of you, enjoy your show. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy rubbing tiki and calling yeah. <laughs> telling Evan to kiss your sisters whatever. No doubt. No doubt. Did that make it through? Yeah, well, always. Yeah. No way. Him saying your sister's ass?
4: Yeah. Every yeah. time.
5: I've said it
7: before in the air. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised. Peter, no, i thought... Uh, Pat, you've done four. No, let's Be honest. Yeah. Do we need to go back to last week's Canadian bacon?
4: <laughs> what happened on last week's Canadian bacon? <laughs> I'm so fine on you. We're not going to address <laughs> that either. <laughs> And I wasn't here either. <laughs> I need, I need like the chronicles of the dumps. I need the. Uh, the by the way, uh, name of my biography. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the dumps uncovered that Pete has hit me with unknowingly.
6: That's a nine-volume series for us.
7: Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we we come back a champ, a chump. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports. Radio. This
3: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.
7: I just want to curl up in bed and have a supersized French fry. I'm a big baby. Give me a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Ooh. DA
1: on CBS
7: Sports Radio. <laughs> That's exactly what Sean said during break, too. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. By the way, I've been dealing with so much I got this text from my wife. Did you get to work? <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? I text her every morning just knowing I got to work. All right, and I, my head is in the closet every text. Her. It was eight o'clock. She was, did you get to work? Put so, the safe radio. On. She hasn't. Listened. By the way, this is the one job somebody can have where if you didn't know your significant other got to work, it's easy to find out.
6: Yeah, you'll be able to tell on social media today if you got yeah, to work,
7: right? Oh man, unbelievable. All right, it's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. DA will join us in about forty-two minutes. I'm guessing me and Bogus are going to try to piecemeal some sort of permission granted podcast after the show together. The last thing I need is a side C punishment over the next two weeks. I mean, if, if, if there's any week that it would be allowed
5: not to do one, <laughs> it would be this week because this technically should be an hour of reminiscing about Bob's bar, but that almost doesn't matter anymore I know. now. So, like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. It does matter. And It'll the two of does. you, you and DA can't sit down and start...
7: Oh, we'll never Balling make it and through. And, and whatever. We'll never make it through. Right. So. Four-hour podcast. We'll never make it through. But we'll try. We'll be, you know, even if you get nine minutes of me in bogus accounts, all right? Put it up on the board. By the way, good luck to whoever has to start putting those things together. What a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> don't look at me. I have no
5: comment. I'm out.
7: Remember all those jokes? Hey, let's do a best-of show. Let's find more work for Perez. Enjoy. Yeah. You know what? I'll Enjoy. actually get pregnant
5: <laughs> to avoid having to do that.
7: Hey, I still got five weeks of paternity. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those epic fail editing, not as easy as it looks. <laughs> and don't even get me started on who's got to put together the 12 DAs this year. <laughs> <laughs> we got a big folder. Oh, already. man, there's so much we got to go through.
3: Wow. Do I even have
6: a vote at the end of the well, year? Well, here's, here's the other thing, too. Someone mentioned it on Twitch. The year of the buffoon. We talked about it. The year of the buffoon. Yeah. What are we gonna do with that? There's
7: some stuff that's already in the system for 23. You might have to do a half year of the buffoon. It well, might come out. Of my that. thought,
6: my initial thought, at, you know, workshopping on the air is to do a decade of the buffoon and put a lot of the best of it.
7: Well, da has got a lot the, of paternity that could take four hours. With we the can new do that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. Exactly. exactly. So, you got, by, by the way, we don't have we don't know any of the plans for the next couple of weeks on my farewell tour. I guess I don't know if somebody's going to give me a surfboard at some point, uh, but no, not for me. <laughs> we're going to hit you a rocking chair. You're discarded <laughs> exactly. underpants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we're going to workshop through that. We're <laughs> probably, probably not gonna- like that one. <laughs> <laughs> My and mic
3: sh- wasn't on, but I was dying to
7: fuck. It should be
5: noted, I am off the week of July 10th, so you can yes. exclude that week of reminiscing. So that's you. the complication. Not only is this on fast forward to begin with, but DA is off for eight more shows than you miss yes. five. There's a 4th of July thrown in there, yeah. too. Yeah. We have like seven shows left as a five. That's a problem,
7: right? That's a big problem. And um, yeah, I wasn't giving back that week of vacation because, frankly, I need it. I need an emotional reset, Uh, and I waited to take vacation because of all the paternity leave.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love the workshopping of the gifts, though. Yeah, going back to what you just said, rocking chair, some depends. Yeah, what else? (laughs)
7: <laughs> Fudgy the whale. Plenty of dude wipes. Somebody also asked, uh, was this in the works? Is this why he who should not be named flew in this weekend to interview? No. <laughs> I could say not. definitively, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I could say definitively. Not, not even a little bit. They're not that smart. <laughs> um, sports, uh, Victor Wimbanyama threw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium last night as obviously the draft prospects will go higher in the uh, New York City area as the draft will take place at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And uh, kind of cool to give the potential first overall pick, which you couldn't really do in other years if there was no unanimous. Like Anthony Bennett wasn't thrown out the first pitch at City Field. Right, He's just such a unanimous first overall pick that give him a chance. But what really went crazy, remember when, when the draft lottery happened, was it Wode's that said, you know, basically he's the best prospect since LeBron or a better yeah. prospect, whatever that was. And we were like, all right, calm down. When Nyama shocked everybody yesterday because he went out there to throw it, you could hide a full Major League Baseball in his hands. They are so big. Like, I don't know what, if they're officially measured, and I'm sure he probably doesn't have the biggest hands in the world, but it was jarring just how big they are, and he has become bogus, this world-class unicorn. I'm almost thankful for him now that he's going to San Antonio because I don't know how, it's going to be like whoever replaces me, how you fill that kind of... You know expectation. So I got a big deep dive on this last night. I
5: was at Yankee Stadium, sitting there with my son. Oh, that's right! You were at the game! I was at the game last night, sitting there with my son. I got my phone open for a second and I see a tweet that says he's throwing out the first pitch. Holy cow! And then all of a sudden, you can hear the crowd start to murmur, and up from the dugout steps he comes. I've never seen, and I've been at NBA games, I've been around basketball players, the visual of him At seven foot four, walking amongst regular human beings on a baseball field was startling. He is so tall and so long and so thin. He seems it should he should be affected by the wind like that's how tall he (laughs) is. He's got to beef up though then. But not even it's not even it's not even like a thin. I mean, he does have spindly legs. Whatever, I'm sure he's got more muscle than all of us combined. But when he's next to other human beings, it's almost laughable how tall he is. Like his two, I'm assuming, like NBA handlers, maybe his agent, guys in suits running around all hurried, were barely crossing his belt buckle with their height. And then there's still a whole third of him. It was it was startling. And P.S. There was another guy walking through the concourse at one point that might have been seven foot one, regular guy. So there were like two seven footers at Yankee Stadium for whatever reason. That's odd. But I, I this maybe this is way deep on like armchair psychiatry. The dude loved being there last night. Loved being the center of attention. He before he threw out the first pitch, he had a couple of baseballs in his hand. He's like getting sections to stand up. Now he was then throwing lasers. Into the stand. Really? Reminded me of the guy who got hit in the face by the Juan Ligares throw when we did this. He was suing. I mean, somebody should have told him to calm down. He was throwing strikes into the seats and, like, deep into the first section. Like Somebody needed to tell him to slow down. But, again, he's loving it. He's throwing fakes. Not an American-born player that should be, like, familiar with baseball to do that. Now, the first pitch you might have saw, the first pitch sucked. But otherwise, he... Could not have been better at being famous and
7: the number one pick. That's important than in that moment. That's really important. I thought so too, actually. And the NBA is going to need. Look, one of the knocks on Tim Duncan forever was right, very reserved to the point where I think people still undervalue how great he is in the pantheon of all time greats. Yeah. Now I'm sure in San Antonio there still will be some of that, but if you're what you're saying and what you're witnessing, it sounds like a guy who's going to be fun and embrace. I thought the moment. so, and that. I mean, that's the bread and butter of the NBA. I mean, can we be real about the NBA for a second? The NBA is wildly popular, okay? And I think it's actually a good thing that we've had five different champions in five years. But even as sports fans, can we all kind of look at each other and admit, there's a lot of the NBA that is puzzlingly boring as far as the in-game stuff compared to its popularity? Hmm. Uh, I mean, like, you wait for the end of game. You know, we all talk about it, right? You could you could tune in and <laughs> 10 right, minutes left, minutes. and you feel like, yeah. you know, and... I would argue, regular season-wise, I'm excluding hockey from this a little bit. You know, summertime, you know, you have a beer. It's more of a casual event. There are times you even go to an NBA game you like. You just feel like you're there for, like, the in-court entertainment stuff or to see the stars. Yeah. And you're there for the stars. I mean, they're playing music during the action right. to and just you, get your attention. And you want to watch stars play more than you want to watch teams play, if that makes sense. And it's a, It's a unique sport in that. And they've done a great job in marketing their stars, and I think that is why they're popular. You know, during the regular season, you never see an ad where it's focused on, you know, catch the Timberwolves and Nuggets, 10-30 TNT. It's Carl Anthony Towns takes on Nikola Jokic. They, they're ingenious with that. So having a, a guy who has this much hype embrace what is going to be thrown on him where he's insanely marketed, I think is huge for the NBA. Uh,
5: I mean, I, I, I don't want to read too much in the way he handled it last night, but that was my takeaway, was like you could be, you know, being – not just the number one pick, but being was supposed to be a generational player, one of the best ever, and to yeah. like reinvigorate a down storied franchise. There's obviously ridiculous amounts of pressure on this on this kid, and he looked the part. And it's a baseball game; he's throwing baseballs in the stands. He's wearing a old school, weird like Joe DiMaggio jersey, so he's not in a basketball court. He's not shooting hoops. We've seen what he can do when he's out there, but half this job is is being an ambassador for the game, handling the spotlight, and he looked calm, confident, secure
7: in that moment last night. Good news for the NBA. Thursday night, going to be a pretty big night. As we mentioned, depth-wise, it might be a better draft in coming years, but star power-wise at the top, going to have some guys who you expect to be big-time players in the NBA. Obviously, with Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller right behind him. Let's go to the phones. Mike is in Minnesota. Mike, you're on CBS Sports Radio's The DA Show. What's going on, man?
2: No. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say, well, I'm happy for Sean. I'm kind of bummed for the show. It's been great.
7: Yeah, I mean, Sean sucks anyway, Mike. He's going to be fine. (laughs) I,
2: uh, you know, uh, I'll miss you. I hope, you know, I know all the guys will miss you more, but, um, you know, congrats on the bump up and, uh. You know, it'd be interesting to see who you get. I mean, I personally wouldn't mind seeing um, your buddy Pat in your seat, but we'll see how it works out. <laughs> the, od-
7: the audition pushing. Are placement. you Pat's dad? <laughs>
2: I don't know how old Pat is. Are you but, one of you know, Pat's I sons?
7: Got, <laughs> is that possible?
2: I got it. Hey, fellas, listen. I'm I'm sixty two years old. Oh, you so could be Pat still dad. in play. Still in yeah. play
7: for both son and dad. We don't know. You know, I've got. Uh,
2: uh, let me see. Uh, my oldest is 32 <laughs> this year. And my youngest just turned 30 in May. So. Wow. Congrats. It's a possibility. You
7: well, know? Well, Mike, um, I just want to say, um, sports fan of Minnesota, obviously if you're listening.
2: Well, I'm an import. I used to live in Las Vegas and deal black on the strip. So I've oh. been here since 2005. I'm a, Actually, a Raiders fan was kind of bummed when they moved to Las Vegas. Seen a couple of games in Oakland, even though they went to my hometown.
7: Right, that's the irony. Uh, you only got to leave yeah, Las Vegas uh, and be upset his favorite team went to Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, I was yeah, gonna I say if you were a Viking fan, I'm sorry for your wild card loss, but you're not.
2: No, no, oh. I, I I had have had that conversation with Vikings fans. They're like, we're getting Kirk Cousins, and I grimaced. They're like, what'd you grimace for? I'm like, have you seen this guy playing (laughs) Because you're getting
7: Kirk Cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Mike, I appreciate you taking the time to call and and being a loyalist And the DA show. Obviously, will go on without me, but I really, really appreciate the kind words, man. That means a lot.
2: All right. Well, you guys take care, and uh, catch the rest of the show until I get to work this morning.
7: Enjoy, uh, man. Enjoy. All right. Guy probably screwed me at a table years ago. I would only hope so. (laughs) He had seven
5: dollars that... of subway money sitting there, and he took it all.
6: What if that guy was sitting next to me the five hours I was at a table once in Vegas?
7: Oh, jeez. Or he might have been the. I was at a, a bachelor party back in 2014 where I was with a guy who was so drunk he twitched and threw a whole piece of pizza on a felt table. <laughs> Dealer was not. Having, Pete was at that bachelor I know party where with that guy me. Is. Pete was at that bachelor party with me, and that's a true story. Pete could back you up. Pizza sauce all over the dealer went nuts, yelling. Me and James Ward used to work on the show. They get up off the table, taken elsewhere to a different casino. It was not me, by the way, but I was sitting at the table. Is is this the trip? Didn't you like? disappear for like 12 hours, Pete. Pete? Pete did, and that's when he came back and thought I was buying a bunch of cocaine, but it was in and out further. <laughs> <That's
6: right. laughs> well, because I, I got into that trip late. I was, I, I worked, and then I came in when they were already there, so I needed sleep, so that's why, yeah. where I disappeared.
7: And on that, if everybody's wondering about the bond of people behind the scenes here, we were talking about a bachelor party. Ten, This is how long me and Pete go back, 10 years ago uh, in Vegas, watching people throw pizza and, off. And,
6: and full disclosure, it's when I came home and had my first divorce.
7: Yeah. Pete. You're only divorced. Well, And honestly, Pete, I, I don't mind sharing this if you don't either. <laughs> we know Sean doesn't we mind We started sharing. working full-time five years ago. There was a moment on this trip we're at. It's a bachelor party celebrating another former co-worker's impending nuptials. And Pete grabbed me, like almost poetically, outside the Bellagio fountains as they're going off to tell me what was going on in his life. So, like, you know, when we talk about me and Pete's bond and you see us get emotional a couple hours, I mean, I mean that's ten years ago. We have been through some serious life events knowing each other as we do. So... When you hear me crush Pete and Pete crush me and we go back and forth, I mean, have you ever thrown a Lego at your brother when you're five years old? I mean, mm-hmm. that's exactly the kind of stuff we're talking about.
6: There's a lot there.
7: Yeah, man. Real, this is real life. This isn't just breaking down Victor Wimbanyama's hands. You know what I mean? This is real life. Just and, apparently it's uh, Pat Boyle's outfit is Pete.
6: <laughs> let's not get it from 2019 on. Yeah. Uh, please.
7: Yeah. That's for another time. But why does Bogus almost feel like he's sickly enjoyed today? Is everybody I, sobbed their eyes he out? Yes. Well, because
5: he stinks. My new favorite character is like sentimental Bellati. I didn't expect this today, so I'm I'm not Pete the Blobby. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, that's just you know. We'll leave 2019 for another time. Like that can be a side hey, B don't, somewhere. Don't, we'll know. get to that
7: on July 16. So what he's talking about? Shows.
6: <laughs> don't bring Pete the blo- uh, the Blobby
7: over to uh, that other place. Yeah. DA will join us again in a half an hour To rehash the news of the morning But for now the sports news of the morning Uh There you go Patrick
4: Boyle Yeah All right, gentlemen A few days ago the Brewers had not won a game Where they trailed by more than a run since May 14th Now they've done it twice in three days
1: And the first pitch to Contreras Is lined into
4: left center field This is going to plug the gap the one hops the wall. Two runs are going to score. Contreras into second. And the Brewers lead it 6-5. to We love plugging gaps. Lane Grindle, Brewers Radio. William Contreras with the go-ahead.
6: <laughs> Always
4: one. I mean, I, I, I might as well give it to you off the top. <laughs> William Contreras with the go-ahead two-run <laughs> double in the bottom of the seventh. Brew crew chug back from 5-3 down to bite the d backs 7-5. Willie Adamas also had a pair of hits and scored two runs for Milwaukee. Meanwhile, Cattell Marte had a big night in the loss for Arizona, three for five with a home run and three RBIs. Controversy in, the windy ci- Controversy in the Windy City. Almost forgot how to speak English. White Sox trailed 6-4 in the eighth inning. They rallied for three runs, including the go-ahead RBI single from Zach Remillard that scored Elvis Andres as they beat the Rangers 7-6. Or did they? Andrus was thrown out at the plate. The White Sox challenged, and video review review ruled that Texas catcher Jonah Heim blocked the plate illegally. So it was overturned. Andrus safe. Texas manager Bruce Bochy, of course, got tossed afterwards. His 80th ejection of his career. Uh, we heard from Bochy in sound check earlier in the show. So here is Rangers catcher Jonah Heim on the controversial play.
3: I set up like we're we're taught to set up on the corner of the plate. I even backed up a little bit. He had all the front of the plate to slide into, so I'm not really sure what else I need to do there. But uh, that's unfortunate that that's the
4: decision they're making in that kind of situation. We're going in the ninth inning, tie in there.
7: Boy, Boy, it was some hill.
5: Do we think Boyle's feeling the pressure already of unofficial
7: auditions? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Moss couldn't replace Mattingly.
4: I just, I mean, this isn't the job I would be doing if I... Were to be replacing,
5: but you, you. you got to show your skills all together, and reading and talking would be involved in Don't being the new Sean. Don't do that Shawn. to him. Don't do that to him.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm having a tough time talking today.
7: All right, he's probably got baby oil in his mouth. Words are hard.
4: That is yeah. true, and in my eyes, that burned. Yeah. That burned big time. How did it get in your eyes?
7: Gel dumped Gelb. it
4: all over my head. Were yes. you mad at Gelb? No. Hmm.
5: But then Gelb did want me to know that every did that to you. He took the rest of the bottle of the garbage and poured it out to save you any further damage. I don't know how there was, anything left, there was anything left in that bottle. I don't there was anything
4: left in that bottle. I watched the video a couple times. He literally squeezes it yeah. as hard as he can, and it looks like there's nothing can, left.
7: Can we also ask you, Gordon's hands, callousy or smooth?
4: I, <laughs> I'm going to choose not to remember. I think I blacked out during that time. <laughs> not from the alcohol. I
5: think I blacked
7: out during that time.
5: <laughs> can I have PTSD no, from the massage? <laughs> from
4: like I'm that- honestly happy that Gelb saved me, because it was starting to get a little awkward.
6: Yeah. So it was uh with you, Nancy yeah. around and then with um, Yeah, my mom's door deal had his
7: way. Listeners Everyone in my life it. was touching Boyle's yeah, nipples. Na- Nancy <laughs> Nancy's hands were nice. And then once your, your wife brought
4: over Peyton, I was like, Okay, then now this is this is time and Gelb, Gelb just dumps it all over my head and it runs down into my eyes. So luckily your sister opened her doors for me. I
7: showered. Yeah. Oh I mean, we're happy Gelb parked the cars when he did, as he told me later on? He got into Uber, got home, and his parents both looked at him and said, we don't remember ever seeing you this drunk in your life. Yes. So he had himself a good time by the time he was oiling you. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So he had a good time.
4: We all had a good time. It was good. But I do remember on video hearing you guys uh, interviewing Gordon after the oiling, and he goes, I might have to change teams
7: now. Yeah. That was some line. Pete Pete dumped that from the air.
4: These pecs will do that to him.
7: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, <laughs> you knew I was kidding about the body image. Joey Waller was not happy that I sold him out on right? that. Right. He DM'd me. Did he text you? He DM'd end? me. and He was texting. He was not. He was like, How- come on, dude. So not everybody, uh, not everybody takes body image uh, lightly like you do. I'm like Pat knows we're kidding. No, I know, but barely
4: not. he well, no, was very
0: worried about well,
4: that. Yeah, I, I for the content, obviously, I was like, all right, let me run this up the flagpole. And I was in the gym, did a little, you know, a little NFL combine bench press. Yeah, based on that
5: flagpole, is right.
4: By the way, this one guy, <laughs> this one guy that <laughs> this one Put guy the camera that,
5: on your pants. Yeah, next I mean, time. that's not a camera. Glenville network uses. <laughs> 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 they don't have Daniel Jeremiah looking up. Somebody's sure <laughs> I that
4: also dress. didn't have anybody to record in there. I'm not going to ask, hey, man, can you record me benching for this uh, for show that I, that I work on? <laughs> so anyway, Alex Bregman homered, Framber Valdez out <laughs> former Astro Justin Verlander. Houston bounced back from the 11-1 beatdown on Monday night. They beat the Mets 4-2. Marcus Stroman continuing to insert himself in the Cy Young conversation. He was dominant again. Seven shutout innings. Cubbies blank the Buccos for the second straight night, 4 nothing. By the way, Pittsburgh has now lost eight in a row. Mm. Woof. So all the, the good feelings from that start are washed away. And in the Bronx, Garrett Cole with some spiciness for the Mariners and their manager, Scott Service. We pick things up in the seventh inning. Mariners hitter Jose Caballero with some mental warfare. He's trying to throw Cole off his rhythm as much as you can now within the pitch clock rules. So on an 0-2 count with two outs in the seventh, Cole launches one. That would have landed literally in the sixth row if not for the netting. It was that ridiculous. Then he goes on to strike out Caballero in, later in the at-bat, and then he's wagging his finger at Scott Service as the ma- and the Mariners bench. That was bench. a service
7: announcement.
5: Yep. And it's come not back, funny. Come <laughs>
6: Thank you.
5: You want me to be sad, but then that happens? I'm supposed yeah. to miss that?
1: Yeah. You know how emotional Pete is? That tuba should have been playing like at least six times
6: in this hour. Morty is cutting onions.
4: <laughs> Yankees beat Seattle three one. Cole seven and a third with eight Ks. NFL news uh, again: Dolphins wide receiver Tyree Hill under investigation on allegations of assault and battery at a Miami Beach marina. That's according to a spokesperson for the Miami Dade Police Department. Uh, apparently, allegedly hit a marina employee during a disagreement that took place Sunday, and as of this morning, the employee has declined to press charges. Meanwhile, the speculation continues to ramp up with DeAndre Hopkins. The free agent wide receiver has visited so far with the patreon uh, patriots patriots and titans and then he put out a tweet yesterday that reads who was ever in my future wide receiver group i promise i will make your job easy and tweet no other planned <laughs> visits uh, as of this moment for hopkins men's college world series in omaha pair of elimination games last night number five lsu volunteered to send tennessee packing shut them out five nothing like thank you and TCU ended the nice story that was Oral Roberts with a 6-1 win. Uh, later tonight, two more games. Top two teams in the country have not lost in the College World Series yet. Number one Wake Forest plays number five LSU, and number two Florida takes on TCU. And now, yeah, let's get
6: stunned. Let's go. go. Let's go. Woo-hoo. Let's
7: go.
2: It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy.
7: This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news.
4: I mean, we we gotta get an update on this submarine that's gone missing, right? Yeah. I mean that F like, has taken the country and North America by storm here. <laughs> I, f-
7: I was very late to this party on this story. It took me till this morning to see I, what I this morning. I didn't happened.
4: get invested it until night. Yeah. I didn't get invested until yesterday. So basically, for those of you still not in the know, you had a submarine that was a tourist attraction for the Titanic. And very
7: expensive. A,
4: very me. expensive. $250,000 per person. You've got very rich people, five of them on this submarine. They're in lost. The,
7: in the main corridor.
4: Yes. They are lost. This submarine has gone missing, and apparently now there is less than 24 hours to find these five people lost on board of the Titanic tourist submersible. U.S. Coast Guard says it has detected underwater noises in the search area and that a report in the U.S. claims that there is a banging sound heard at 30-minute intervals, but they have not found them yet. Um, wow. Yeah. So, Hamish Harding, who is uh, one of the founders of the—or the founder of the Explorers Club, a a British— Club, if you will. Okay. Yeah, I don't know exactly Service, what they do. Company, But yeah, very rich. Um, the president of that club says there is cause for hope. Um, others missing, British-based Pakistani businessman Shazada Dawood and his son Suleiman. The others are the French submersible pilot Paul-Henri Nargellet and chef executive of Ocean Gate Expeditions Stockton Rush. So ah. it was noted that they had about 96 hours of emergency oxygen on board, which would be enough to last
7: until... Tomorrow morning. So I want to. One thing is going to be very stupid. The other thing's going to be a statement. So this submarine left out of like Britain or England. No, I think it. I think it leaves
5: off a bigger ship. Like they, they, you sail to the site, and then this gets dropped in the
7: water, and you go down. Because this was like, and this is not to make light. Because it's a very serious situation. This was like a running bit. Is the Titanic... Isn't that closer to America than it is? It is, yes. Okay, but it's yeah. really in the middle of, like, the ocean where... Uh, I mean, it's... it's Like, with the ship that takes them leave from America or
5: leave from England? That I don't know. Okay. But you are technically closer to North America than
7: Europe, the, the actual wreck site. Okay, I hope that these people get found here in the next 24 hours, clearly. Are we good with Titanic stuff now? Paying money to go see the wreckage? I mean, it feels like we... At what point is it we get it, the ship sunk with the Titanic, where we are so interested in seeing this boat at the bottom of the water? This well, might be it. Well, I mean, uh, you can— Right? I mean, we're good now.
5: Well, State, you can want to know about the Titanic, but don't—like, a guy spent 500 k for hitting his yeah. son to go to the bottom of the ocean to see it, which, at first thought, cool, but it ain't worth 500 k Yeah. And they gave hundred k to a guy
7: that seems to be pretty reckless with— their whole exactly. setup, and now they're not back on the surface. Exactly. Yet. I mean, that's a scary thing. It's like the people that shoot themselves in outer space, like, not for nothing. If something happens with them, you spent a lot of money in that ship. Like, I, I feel bad if you don't make it yeah. back, but like, this isn't the same as just, you know, taking a rent a car from uh, DFW Airport and going to see Dealey Plaza. Right. And at least, I mean, I
5: guess in defense of this thing, like, I see the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean. The space one is dumb. You go yeah. up, you're like, oh, I broke, like, you break out of the atmosphere and you go right yeah. back down. Like, I gotta take me to see an alien if you're gonna take me out of space. But here's the
7: other thing people, because what I'm reading, if you sunk to the, the bottom where the Titanic is, they're yeah. saying, like, it's so dangerous they couldn't even pull you back up. Like, there were supposed to be balloons that brought them back up or whatever, yes. that that's part of the danger. So, how far up are you from the Titanic that you could actually even see it if it's that dangerous to be like? on like ground level with it well, that that's you why get back you're up.
5: in the submarine thing I the understand. submarine can get you that far down and, and it's, it's like remote control, control that's what it's designed right. for yeah and it has a, it has like an engine and i guess somebody had said that on a somebody had been on this thing before said like we lost contact for like an hour and then all of a sudden it came back and we were fine so then now this one is never never reconnected
7: that is crazy
5: and i'm wondering I'm too just... if they know where it is can they get it Get, you know, get it back well, US, up from there. The
4: U.S. Coast Guard said this morning, Canadian P-3 aircraft detected underwater noises in the search area. As a result, ROV, which is Remote Operating Vehicles, operations were relocated in an attempt to explore the origin of the noises. These searches have yielded negative results, but continue. I'm just going to say this. You pay $250,000 for the Titanic experience. You got what you paid for. Jeez.
7: I mean, I that's hate what the, they That's I what they paid for. That, yeah, I mean... He's not wrong. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm trying not to say the wrong thing. I, I get what you're saying. I these are still human lives on board. I get all that. I I just look at it this way. If you have that kind of money to spend on that, I mean I'm I am i am angry that I missed the boat on saving a hundred bucks on Sunday ticket here. So I We did, didn't we? You did. We did.
5: <laughs> so like I'm upset about that. Although couldn't imagine. <laughs> Listen, you kind of don't need it now because you gotta Stop. watch Jets Giants only. I'm still watching everything. But you're right.
7: Boy, oh boy. I you watch need every snap Jet Football here. Yeah. Get your Aaron Rodgers takes ready, man. Boy, oh boy. hmm Well, you guys don't have to The Giants and Jets won't be mentioned for a second here in September and October, November. they well, are not allowed to be. It's gonna be a bad scene. What are you guys gonna do Super Bowl Monday if it's Rodgers versus Daniel Jones in the Super Bowl? Take a day off. <laughs> we'll, pull, <laughs> we'll pull a P. We'll go to a wrestling event and miss the show. That's right. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. When we come back, are the Reds now the anti A's? It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Even the DA show is not perfect.
0: We know. Shocking.
7: Here's the epic feel. Boyle and fan of male rompers. How you dressed like the fresh Prince of Bel
0: Air is okay.
5: <laughs> You
4: like this? I got the matching shorts. They're coming in the they're coming in the mail.
7: You can't want, wear them together.
4: Why? That's it's, the whole point. It's no. a set.
7: I had to drive with Pat Boyle's underwear in my car today to deliver it back then. <laughs> it's not underwear, it's shorts.
4: And what the hell is that smell? They're not compression.
5: They're
1: shorts.
7: Just because they're tight, that doesn't mean they're compression shorts.
5: Thank okay. you. You have a tight booty. Where's Tubbs? What's, what's his name? What's the other guy from Miami
6: Vice?
1: Tubbs. It is no,
5: Tubbs, no, no. right? Tubbs is Miami
6: Vice. Chubbs is from, uh, <laughs> is from uh, Happy Gilmore.
4: Shut up, Happy. Don't feel bad about me. What's wrong with the matching set? You know, I was thinking about getting, like, those male rompers for this summer.
7: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't defend you. Those exist?
3: Conversely,
7: some men need to be hit back. Oh. Nobody can put on a male romper less than me. You know, all it takes is one bad batch of taco dip on a summer party and I'm running for the hill. Could you imagine me scrambling? How do you get this thing off? I
2: can't talk too long. I gotta
5: poo.
7: Somebody get me a funnel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gotta do it sideways.
5: <laughs> I like to eat it raw sometimes. They're really male rompers? Of course they Absolutely, are. Absolutely, man. There's a male equivalent to everything.
6: In seahorses, it's actually the males that get pregnant.
5: Nice summer day on the pier in Hoboken. Hell yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and wear that top and bottom all you want. Get different variations of it. I can't, this one I can't allow.
4: All right. Well, I'm gonna show up very soon this summer on the shift that I'm
7: filling in for. And <laughs> You know what? You're wearing it. You know what they call the store where they sell the rompers? Oh, no the
0: romper rule. It's not funny. Epic fail, you loser. That is is why you fail. Epic fail. Oh
7: boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Good times. Good times. Well, guess what, Bogues? If people felt like they didn't get enough sports today, mm-hmm. you'll get that from me on BetQL from three to seven today. as I now of all the days. Are you leaving that <laughs> show too? Are you gonna cry like a baby from three Perhaps. to seven as well? Uh, congrats to the great Nick Costos, you know, an Odyssey family member, getting married this week, and I will be filling in for him today and tomorrow. Uh, and most of next week, I'll be pulling doubles as well. But is that another job that could be
5: open in the future that we should line up for as well? Costos backup?
7: Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, all right. Perhaps. So I will be on You Better You Bet on uh, free on the Odyssey app or whatever, hosting or whatever. Uh, and, and anywhere, you know, some of your local affiliates from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern today, I will be there. Tomorrow, we will have hopefully some NBA draft prep. Finally, we'll move forward. So this is the deal. I mean, D.A. is going to be out the next two days. We're going to try to go back to our sports roots and zaniness and have fun the next two days, Bogues, me and you. Next week, a little reset. I know it's definitely me and you Monday. There's some talks about D.A. and paternity leave being short, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the week after, I am, oh, no, the week after is 4th of July. Right, so there's different combinations. Different combinations, as you can imagine, holiday week. And then that week of July 10th, I am finally on vacation this summer. See ya. Taking the family, Lake George, Sesame Place, hitting all, you know, Americana drivable, baby. Then that week of... Scrotum, Pennsylvania. Right. That no great wolf lodge this route. Then that week of July 17th, I can confirm... I don't know about you. I don't know about Pete, but I can confirm the DA and I will be together that full week. Yes. And that will be the farewell week for me on the DA show. Omelette stations every morning. So that'll do it. Uh, An emotional, emotional day. Hopefully we could just kind of get normal until that week of the 17th. Thanks to Pete, the body, Baladi. Kind words, brother in arms on the wheels of steel. Thanks to Carlos with a velvet hat, your producer today. Thanks to Pat Boyle on the updates with a terrible shirt. Terrible. Uh, Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA, getting people to make fun of me. And thank you, folks. All right, man, I love you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. That's it, baby. The Mothership disconnects.